Are you ready for an experience so mind-boggling only the future can bring it to you in HD? Heavy. Oh, that's cool. Hang on. <laughs> oh, we're keeping that. What was that? That's a, somebody's at the fucking door and it's not my it's not my apartment, so Oh no. I think they're just trying buttons. Oh, where they just hit everything to try and get in. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) welcome everyone to uh, this podcast is for nerds. This is episode 16, I think. We're in double digits. We are are at the prom right now. Yeah, which is crazy. It's weird to think we've been doing this for over four months. Um, And it seems like we're getting a following. I don't know if you're listening to the episodes. I don't touch them after I edit them, but like... We have actual people listening, and I, I you know what? Because it's not my of, family. <laughs> because of the integrity and in what we talked about, I do not actually go back and listen to them. Huh. Like I know I will. I know I will. I want to go back and like, you know, just kind of just kind of take a look, see, go over it again. But they're still all kind of fresh in my mind. I know there's a couple in there. I feel like I'm kind of lost, but they're here. They're here, and my <laughs> intro was squandered <laughs> i know somebody ruined it <laughs> you know what maybe they'll be becoming a new listener we'll call it that we'll yeah make it yeah even. yeah you let them in <laughs> and then they have to subscribe um <laughs> like i think like that's the, my favorite one of my favorite lines from the new enemy in or one of the new bosses in borderlands and she she goes you know all my followers need to like follow like follow and obey and I'm like, yeah that sounds about right <laughs> oh yeah so so this new borderlands i've not played it but it's like um it's focused around like two influencers right yes they're like psychotic influencers mm-hmm. okay yes cool. the children yeah, i really the need vault. to play that when you oh. do when you want to play let me know i have my builds i have all but I have all but one of the characters built out entirely. Oh, nice. So if you want, we can literally start from scratch and I can play with, through it with you. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a blast. Um, so yeah, this, is, uh, this podcast is for nerds. We are a nerdy-centric podcast. We kind of focus on a lot of things. I think our main focus has been video games lately, and we had a little thing we were doing um, every other week where we were talking about our favorite games from each console. And um, I think it was a good idea to take a break from that because now we're in the summer and this is like when all the game announcements happen. So I think it's a good time to talk about that. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at this pod is for nerds on Instagram. And we're at this pod is the number four on Twitter. Um, and Zach does a does a great job and posts a lot of good food stuff and, and gaming things. Um, we want to make sure that you know what it's actually pretty funny <laughs> i was not sure how to build this account like for our socials and then i went back to basics i was like okay well how did i build my own instagram for lifting like what did i do and i was like well i dedicated time to actually go on and interact with people and i just posted stuff like i'm a real person like we are a real person i feel like whenever i log into the socials i try to combine you and i together and we both definitely love food and we love games. We also like are just we're 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 nerds. We're weird dudes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <So> definitely. Like, <laughs> what is Calvac? Like, in real, like what do we do? 
what do yeah. we do when we combine our powers? Yeah, it's it's hard to to run like a, a social media for we're not really a company, but I mean we're we're a brand, I guess, and it, it's hard to to come off as like human. I think sometimes. <laughs> so I think you're doing a great job though. It's um, fun, honestly. And I will say for everyone else too, who's checking it out. Um, the other podcasts who are following us, do not fret. We will be listening to you guys who check you out. Um, so far, what I've seen, there's been some great activity and I want to go through and listen to the podcasters that have been following us. Cause I think especially from a grassroots standpoint, um, those people who have stopped to acknowledge us and check us out, we're definitely going to, check you guys out too so look forward to a bunch of shout outs for the next um the next podcast um just for our little our little community quick shout out to the bub love podcast um i will be doing the bub love 5k this year like i've done for the last two years um and every time i do every time you do this virtual 5k the money goes to a charity 100 percent of the proceeds go to a charity um and i think every year it changes and this year it goes to fight human trafficking so shout out to the bub love podcast a little plug that was not planned and this is not what i was planning on talking about today but that's what oh, we that's are awesome yeah no that's great um yeah so we decided we're gonna take a little break from the video game console uh favorite games discussion take a little break from that um and kind of talk about some news i think in gaming um and then kind of get into so you know our first episode our first official episode um was about e3 being canceled because of covid was that the official one yeah that's the official first episode i think okay i'm Um, sorry you guys will never hear about the first one that we keep mentioning it well cop we keep mentioning it but the very first episode went to the ether and i know we drank and i don't remember what actually came out in the video yeah um so yeah this week we're gonna i think we're gonna talk about some of these virtual conferences that have been happening playstation did theirs about a month ago ubisoft just had their ubisoft forward um that was uh, Monday, I think. So when this comes out, it would have been it would have been a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Xbox is having their showcase uh, in a couple weeks here. So so we'll go through you know some game news. We'll we'll go through the the Sony exclusives that got announced, and then what we're hoping for for the Xbox because Zach and I are are big Xbox fans. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So what's uh, before we get started? Um, what's uh, what's something nerdy you've been up to lately? Um, honestly, I've been working on some more of the digital art for us. Oh, it's been great. And if, <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram, please do. Cause Zach, Zach posts a lot of stuff that doesn't show up in the YouTube videos and stuff like that. So there's some great stuff that he's been posting lately. And, uh, Hey, he's, he's get, you got a talent, man. My wife and I have been <laughs> talking a lot about how talented you are with the digital art. So we're just really impressed. And please do not sell yourself short. Like this podcast wouldn't exist without Calvin and his like creative necessity to have an outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely needed it. And this is a nice way to, to hang out, especially during COVID when, Oh, I know. Could you you imagine like anybody, we literally decided to pitch this idea to each other at beer camp. Yeah. And it was like the perfect time. (laughs) Seriously. But yeah, that's what I've been working on. That's been pretty nerdy. Um, just working on different concepts and working on um, different styles of art, I think, because I did mention that I wanted to keep it not so clean all the time because everyone's kind of like doing the same kind of art, I think. But I think like for me, I really love that old school 80s um, like 
punk rock band flyer you'd see or handed out for shows and everything just to get a kind of grittiness yeah it's just hard to get that when you are doing things digital as opposed to when you're just doing it with pen and paper so i'm just trying to figure out a way to best like convert that i guess yeah i i'm really excited to see uh to see more of your stuff um for me i just i just finished the last of us um that was Ooh, one I, I okay. got near the end and never finished it on the PS3. So, um, oh, the first one, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So I, I was replaying it in preparation for two. So now I'm gonna. I, I had it. I had the. I had Last of Us Part Two spoiled for me, so I already know kind of what happens. But, um, very much looking forward to playing that. Um, reviews have been have been kind of mixed. Um, but they've I, been I, mixed. But it, it's weird. It's weird to. I don't know. Like, I think, I don't, I think it was great. Honestly, it's kind of hard to. Oh, the first one is, is amazing. I mean, I, I'm not crazy. The, the, the puzzles are kind of repetitive and the gameplay is a little rough, but man, that story is, is fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of what happens when you have a second version of a game though. Like even the Laura Croft games ran into some crap after the first one came out and blew everyone's mind away. You know, everyone was kind of like pissed with the second one, even though it was also great. So I don't know. Yeah, I've been a big fan of those Lara Croft games. I was very impressed with the reboot. I think they've done a great job. I hope they oh, keep yeah. making them. Absolute, absolute true grit. Yes. Um, so let's get into. I, I really only have one piece of of news. Um, so the the video game. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is uh, just was announced that it's it's being delayed. Unfortunately, um, they they announced it on Twitter. Um, so the original release date was going to be September 17th, and they've now pushed it to uh, November 19th. Um, just sad to see, but they've they've said that the the game itself is finished. Um, and now they're just focused on squashing bugs. Um, so they're doing a bunch of QA testing. Um, but you know, all the missions, all, everything that they have planned to be released, um, at least, you know, before DLC comes out, I'm sure there'll be DLC. Um, that's all done. So we will be playing this game this year. That is that is probably probably true. This is not the first time they've delayed the game, so it's uh, not. But I can also say that I can definitely appreciate them saying forefront, "Hey, we have a lot of we have we have bugs to clear out here." Like, yeah, they I, and they CD Projekt Red has a really good track record um, for releasing games. Like, I, did you play the Witcher series at all? I played the Witcher three actually, and then I went back and played a little bit of Witcher two. Okay. Yeah, I just um, I'm very excited for this game. It just this is and I I have such a hard time. I think we've discussed it before. These like open world games can be a little overwhelming, but I I think I just love the setting so much that there's there's no way I can't play this. I'm not sure if we did discuss open world games, but remind me if we did already. I apologize for forgetting. But what do you mean? Um, in general, I have a hard time. Maybe we haven't. This might be a discussion I've had offline, but games like the Fallout series, um, games like Skyrim, um, like these open world RPG games, I, I enjoy them and I appreciate them for what they are. But I think 
the the amount of possibilities and like the the total freedom these games give you give me kind of like a decision paralysis and i just like uh, i i'll like play for an hour and then i'm like i feel like i'm missing something like i'm probably not doing this right i should be like over here and so i, I don't really spend a, a bunch of time on these games but this is one i think is is one i'm gonna put a lot of time into okay in that regard do you not um I mean, I guess you're not a fan of like multiple playthroughs to get different endings then? Uh, not for an open world game. Not okay. for like a game like this. Just because I'm going to like, if I do finish it, it's going to be something I'm putting like probably 60 plus hours into. And I'm just like not going to have it in me to, to replay that. There's just too many games. That's fair. I think I was, I was that way with Skyrim. Um, I wasn't that way with um, New Vegas or it just depends. I think it depends on the type of over, over uh, depends on the type of sandbox. Like Breath of the Wild is awesome. That's I think it's also just how that game feels overall. It's lighter. It's more inviting to want to explore. Yeah. I really got tired of trying to go through Skyrim's dungeons. I just got really, really annoyed by all of it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I remember that was like one of the the first like midnight release games I went to go get was Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I th- I think probably Breath of the, Lo- the Wild was the last like open open world RPG game that I actually like did not get that decision paralysis from, and maybe it's because Nintendo games do a little more hand holding now at least not back in the day but <laughs> yeah now they definitely do <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot more of that so yeah I'm, I'm just super stoked about this game um they they have a great track record and it just it's crazy to me hearing because they've they've had they've had some people giving them some time to play it i think there's there's a, a list of people that got to play it for like four hours um a couple of weeks ago and they a few of them got on a podcast together and talked about because some of them did the same missions, um, but it had wildly different outcomes of those mm-hmm. missions. So I'm really excited to to be able to play this and then talk with friends about it and see like, you know, how did you handle this situation? And did your did your class affect um, your options as far as completing the mission goes? So I think it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, this scene right here that you're showing actually reminds me of a game I played um, that I loved, and I wish I could remember the name of it. It was started off on Xbox and went to Xbox 3. started 360, but you can, now you can get it on um, Xbox One as a port. It's Sleeping Dogs, which is oh, an dude, amazing Oh, dude, Sleeping game. Dogs is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this no, fight I was scene thinking reminded me of the, this reminded me of the endless fight that you have to go through <laughs> a couple <laughs> times. And just like the, the gnarliest takedown of like taking the um, security gate for the building and pulling it down on some dude's like chest. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> now yeah, I'm now that, part of the that game's <laughs> soundtrack was amazing too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this totally reminds me. Like the second you mentioned this reminds me of something, my mind immediately went to Sleeping Dogs. I think it's <laughs> it's probably just the like grimy aesthetic of the world that they're building. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like apparently this is a tabletop RPG. Um, so I'm really that's like what this game is based off of. So I'm my hope is to get my hands on it and maybe we can play it sometime. 
Yeah, I would be down with that. Yeah. So that's about all I had on uh, on this game on Cyberpunk. Unfortunate delay, but you know, I hope that gives people more time to polish it and hopefully less crunch. But I won't hold my breath on less crunch. What um, were you? How did you feel about? Um, oh. Never mind. We can do this. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, this is a long video, so we're good. Um, I was going to say, um, did you have? Were you? Were you? How closely were you following the game? And um, what was your reaction when you watched the uh, trailer last year? Um. Oh, when Keanu came out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched. I watched that live. Um, I. So I was very loosely following it because um, I just like it. I didn't know much about it. And I I try not to get too involved like emotionally in video games until I know it's going to be closer to release. Right. Um, Because I've had my heart broken where games get dropped um, and then they never come out. So. Don't worry, Kevin. Um, Fortnite's always here for you. <laughs> oh, I know. They're so good to me. <laughs> Epic is always so good to me. Um, but so that E3 last year when Keanu came out, uh, one, I was super shocked. And I, it was such a great like meme moment. Um, and I, I think it kind of took over the internet for a little while. Um, and that's <laughs> when I started like regularly. Like I followed the cyberpunk Twitter all that stuff. Um, so it's it's definitely on my radar and probably my most anticipated game this year. Um, what about you? I mean, have you been pretty much following it since the beginning? Um, not since the beginning. I definitely, I always watch the trailers that come out every season just because it's fun to do. Um, this one caught my attention just because I really enjoy, like, I love open world sandboxes, but I'm really tired of playing them games that are like, set in a time period of the past like i didn't play red dead 2 because i really kind of have a problem with prequels if i know how the story ends i don't really care to go play an updated version of the story beforehand i don't care what happened beforehand it doesn't change the ending of the story so i looked at it it looked like an amazing game rockstar always knocks out of the park but it's just not for me (laughs) i'll wait for (laughs) i'll wait for gta 6 um but I really like watching, and this game, Ghost of, Ghost of Shusima. I think I'm saying that wrong because I forgot the name of it. No, I th- yeah, I think you know that. Um, this looks incredible. And just <laughs> the music, the track, the fact that you can put it into movie mode and like make it actually like an old samurai, well, not samurai western, but make it like an old samurai movie even. Yeah. Just the, <sighs> just the level of detail that goes into this game. Like we're, we always talk about AAA games, basically rewatching a movie. This game is literally a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this Ghost of Tsushima game uh, just came out on PS4, um, and so reviews are are kind of starting to trickle in. Um, lots of praise for the uh, the gameplay. Apparently, the combat, which looks great here. Um, apparently that is fantastic and feels very uh, fluid and varied enough so you don't really feel those like repetitious patterns um, which it's it feels interesting to me because so this is developed by sucker punch um, and they've done uh, the infamous games and they did the sly cooper games do you have so, you played either one of those 
So I was a big Sly Cooper fan from back okay. in the day. I played uh, one and two on PS2. Nice. Um, I never played three. Um, and Infamous, I like played at a Best Buy like arcade cabinet, I think, but never. Mm-hmm. I never bought it. Yeah, say it one more time for those in the back who don't weren't alive to know what that even means. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Well, that, you was know, my, that was my first time playing Xbox, I think, was at a Walmart arcade cabinet. Really? Yeah, I played this, like, ninja game that was ex- Xbox exclusive before they actually, like, really knew what the hell they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just think this game is, is going to be super exciting. Um I it, I gotta finish Last of Us Part Two before I I put any time into this, um, but it's it's certainly one I'm not gonna miss. I th- I think it it looks fantastic and I think it's gonna be less punishing than like a a Dark Souls style game. Um, Dark Souls or Neo for that matter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm just not looking to get punished right now. I just want like a a, a fun little game where I can just kind of mash buttons and feel like I'm doing all these crazy tricks. So, <laughs> and yeah, you know what? Let's just play Borderlands. You you need a little bit of Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I've so I actually it's funny you mentioned Red Dead. I just picked that up because um, it's Ooh. on Game Pass. Um, Red Dead Two, and I've been doing the online, and uh, it's it's bringing back my love of like the third and first person shooters so yes yeah i think we i think borderlands needs to happen and sleeping uh, so dogs yeah. is sleeping dogs is on is also on the store right now for xbox i'm looking right at it oh is it awesome it is yeah i had i played it on uh, pc um but would be fun to revisit i'm sure i could get the wife to play it i think she'd like it oh yeah it's a great honestly if you love listen sleeping dogs is a great undercover cop story it was supposed to be the uh spiritual successor to true crime streets of la but i think something happened with like licensing or i forgot exactly how that whole thing went down but it ended up being released as sleeping dogs instead and i think it did for the better it's a total sleeper game if you haven't heard of it you should definitely check it out yeah i feel like it wasn't hugely popular and i think it it deserves much more credit i mean it felt it felt as fleshed out as like uh i I won't say a gta 5 but like it felt definitely as fleshed out as a gta 4 or san andreas like there was enough there where it felt like a full complete uh world to explore with a lot of like side quests and stuff that didn't feel um repetitive Absolutely. I think is yeah. So definitely, definitely check that game out. Um, I will say too that you have to be undercover. So there's a meter the entire time that you can either be more cop or more gangster, and you that changes the story quite a bit. Yeah, which which I love <laughs> in games when you have like these factions, and Fallout does a really good job of this. Yes, they do. Powder um, cake boys destroy them. Destroy yes. Them all. <laughs> Um, so I guess next we can get into, um, so the PlayStation had their conference, they announced the, the PS five and I know you wanted to get into controllers. So we'll talk about games and we'll get into the console itself. Um, so the first big announcements that they had, oh, this is, (laughs) this is a game I'm looking forward to. We'll skip that for now. Um, 
So their first announcement was actually that GTA Five was coming to the PS Five, which felt like a really weird intro to the. <laughs> it really does like to the conference. Like, that's... okay, this game came out on the PS Three. Why are we talking about its release on the PS Five? Not only like, that, but like, it's been like what ten years now. Yeah, uh, it's close. I think it. Yeah, I think it came out in like twenty. 12 so we're i mean by the time it's out it'll be like nine years which is just okay insane it is considering how great like i went back and watched some gameplay on that and yeah i get it like but it's aged pretty damn well oh totally yeah oh absolutely um yeah i've been doing the online kind of doing the the heist recently with some friends and it's really fun um I, I am ready for a new GTA game, um, but I think we'll have probably two more years before we get that. So their first like actual exclusive announcement was this first one was a new Marvel Spider-Man um, standalone game. Uh, that is you really focused. Want to emphasize that, huh? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> they they made it pretty. It, the marketing is kind of confusing on this. So it's a Miles Morales game, which I think if anyone played the 2018 Spider Man, um, kind of knew that this was going to happen. Um, he Miles was a pretty central part of the game, and you even play as him a few times. Um, so it makes sense that we're getting this and I'm very excited for it. Um, the 2018 Spider-Man was great. Um, and I'm just really excited to get this, this side of, of Spider-Man. I've been dying for a Miles Morales, anything, um, Mm -hmm. other than a comic, like I would love a TV show or a movie. I mean, we got, we got into the spider verse, which was, which was in my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie we've ever had. Um, it definitely I had to look up and see which spider verse that was because I didn't know so, okay so I was a little confused when I first saw that movie because I was kind of confused about where in which timeline Peter Parker dies and I had to go find that because I couldn't remember and I think so this 2018 version actually doesn't go in parallel with the movie because that miles never met spider-man because peter parker was already dead in the in his universe i believe oh okay so that's i mean uh, if you will know that i'm a huge like comic nerd also even though i don't like i haven't kept up with every single publication or every new reimagining of every single damn marvel thing that's <laughs> yeah it's very There's tough so much oh my god all the different alternate earths universes and i just stick to earth universe one and for dc i think their main universe is a one or something like that that's where i stick to so all those other like things on the far outside algorithm of the on the standard deviation i'm not gonna go out and be in the 12.7 percent of whatever the hell storyline someone decided to make into a movie i'm just not Yeah, so I'm I'm super stoked. This sounds like it's going to be one of those forty dollar um, games. It's definitely not going to be as long as the 2018 Spider Man. Um, the only thing that really bums me out about this is I think it kind of solidifies that Insomniac is is no longer going to be working with uh, with Microsoft. Yeah, and they they developed my favorite Xbox One game. 
um, that ever came out, which is Sunset Overdrive. It is by far the most underrated Xbox One exclusive, I think. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it pretty much paved the way for 2018 Spider-Man. It's got some of the best, like, um, movement. I mean, it's it's basically Jet Set Radio Future, um, but in, like, a post-apocalyptic world setting, and it's a great third-person shooter. Um, if anyone has not played it, you absolutely should. Um, the soundtrack is, is kind of cheesy and goofy, <laughs> but very fitting of the genre. And, um, yeah, so... I'm I'm all I'm definitely down for more Spider-Man, but I would really love uh, Microsoft to try and get Insomniac to give us at least one more uh, Sunset Overdrive. I don't know. Is is this a game that would get you to buy a PS4? I guess it's going to be a PS5 game. So would you buy a PS5 just because of Spider-Man? I would not. Okay. Um, I would say I wouldn't, and I wouldn't for the same reason that I don't buy brand new cars. The systems themselves haven't been fully QA bugged by the public. Yeah. And that's just a rule I take for anything. So would I buy one eventually? Yeah, I could see myself doing that. But right out the gate, absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's like, a smart move. We we basically are buying, we're investing in buying computers at this point. Like their the Xbox Series X, I, it's a, it's a computer. It's basically yeah. a modem. And you know, now it just comes down to the price of do I want to build a gaming computer and just hook my Xbox controller to it, or just buy a One X or a PS4? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of tough. Not everyone's going to be able to get all these both of these consoles because we still don't know the price yet. And I yeah. think that's that's a worthy <laughs> conversation to have. Um, uh, it was, one, one thing they announced at the PlayStation um, event was that they are going to have an all-digital PS5, which I'm super excited for. And I think there's been rumors that there's going to be um, a similar skew for the Xbox. Um, so that likely means we're getting a bigger hard drive on that console and there's no disc drive. That's kind of weird imagining no disc on a console because I don't own a Blu-ray player. Um, uh, so usually my console is a, is the Blu-ray player for the family, I but I never, I don't pull out Blu-rays that often. It's yeah, pretty rare. I, I actually haven't used my disc like for my Xbox 360, I definitely didn't. And for the one, I've never actually used it. So if they do have those slimmed down models and they have like an upgraded fan and process, or not a process, but more hard drive and like an upgraded fan, I definitely would, you know, invest in that. And again, like you said, it comes down to price, but also I think for the first year, maybe year and a half, I'm not touching them until I see what the bugs are going to be. Like, yeah, I just don't, you know, I come from the auto industry and you never buy the first year of the brand new something of the first generation or whatever. Yeah. No, because the general public, that's the QA. Exactly. Yep. All those people that are buying first round are experiencing all the issues. And and, and honestly, I think it's it was certainly an issue last generation for me was when these games launch, the launch titles are not enough for me to spend the money um right away oh yeah the launch titles weren't super like it was rise son of rome for xbox one and that was 
That was pretty much it. Yeah, and then you had a bunch of ports, and they had backwards compatibility, which is okay. For yep. PS4, I know they came out a little stronger with their exclusives, but I forgot what they were right now, honestly. Um, well, let's see. I So for me, I mean, I love both consoles, and I'm an owner of a Switch, an Xbox One, and a PS4. Um, I'm so. watching here on the Switch game and the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all great consoles, but I, in my opinion, I think the the ps4 does a better job of exclusive single player games um but i think microsoft and xbox are way more pro consumer um so the the exclusives the 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 launch titles like the big ones for the ps4 were um kill zone shadowfall Killzone, um, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah, that's weird. We never got kind of a follow up to the Killzone series. I'm curious if we'll get one on the the PS5. Um and then Knack, which was not I don't remember it being very good, but um so the next game they announced or the last the last big announcement they had um was a sequel to the Horizon Zero Dawn series. Yeah. I'm so, still about that. Yeah, very cool. Um I will say I have not started Horizon Zero Dawn. I own it. It was like it was like what the hell. I know. I, I got told by a, a former coworker that I need to play this game. Um, because it's like one of their favorites and uh i mean it's it's a stunning game and i've heard the combat's amazing um and it's a it's a real gut punch of a game but uh yeah it was like 10 bucks when i bought my ps4 and i was like i've heard good things i'll buy it and it's just been sitting on my shelf so I'm, i'm excited for this one um even though I have not played the first one, I'm going to play the first one. And then I'll, I'll definitely, this is one that'll get me to buy a PS five for sure. Um, this yeah. is, this is an exclusive series that is interesting to me. Um, this I, one will definitely have me, um, buying lots of beer to come to your house and play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this would be a fun one to kind of do like a couch couch play together. Um, it's just such a yeah. Look at this. I love I love the concept too, right? Like it's, it's, it's like Monster Hunter for adults. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as somebody that likes Monster Hunter, how dare you? Well, you know what I mean. Like Monster Hunter yeah. had a lot of like. Uh, I'm not it's against silly. Monster Hunter. You know, I take that back. I'll, I'll go back. I, I take it back. Dauntless is <laughs> Monster Hunter for kids. Monster Hunter is Monster Hunter. And then this game is like this on overdrive. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it unbelievable? I mean, it's the lighting is so good. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're getting way. Yeah. This can't even sit in the same. No, this isn't Monster Hunter. I take it back. (laughs) That's That's not Shinron. She's she's some of the Dragon Balls. That's for sure. (laughs) We've all seen that sequence. You can't hide it. Zero Dawn. Well, it's funny. So this game series, I didn't even know. The reason we never got a follow up to Killzone is because they switched over to this. <laughs> well, I'm not super pissed about it. No, no, they they switched over to this, and then they just did Death Stranding last year. This dude, oh my gosh, I I can't talk to you about it because you haven't played yet. So, did you watch somebody play this? The Red Bread played this. Oh, and you watched the okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh, this is this is certainly uh, I, honestly. I feel like Last of Us is fresh enough in my mind that I should play this first and then do Last of Us Part 2. 
Um, yeah, okay. I can get yeah. behind that. Yeah. It, so, it'll, yeah. Be good, it'll be a good refresher because this game is not nearly as gritty, but the storyline has still got some punch. Like, it's it's a great game. Yeah, I, this. I love I love mech I love machines. Obviously, my career, but also just like this concept of humans hunting machine. What, is, what the hell is that? Like that's that's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so. Uh, boy, it is that this. These are the types of games that make me go. Yeah, PlayStation definitely won this generation. I think as far as I mean, sales alone. Um, but I just think they did a good job of curating games exclusive games that that draw drew in more customers i just think they did a really good job of that um so so this was kind of a weird announcement was and this this game is not a a playstation exclusive but it was announced at this playstation event so this is made by um indie studio young horses did you ever play octodad (laughs) <laughs> I didn't, but I I, I, <laughs> I know a bit about it. <laughs> okay, so this is like, so Octodad was like a really weird game where you're an octopus trying to disguise yourself as a human being, and you had to control <laughs> all the different limbs of an octopus using like your different triggers and buttons, and you're just kind of like flailing around the world and trying to convince your family that you're human. So they they announced this game. It's called Bug Snacks. Um, it feels very much like a Viva Pinata, probably. <laughs> um, just based on the look and like, it, I mean, my guess is like this is like you're on an island probably, and you're just kind of curating all these weird bug snacks. And the uh, it looks like you eat them. And the so the theme song. Have you heard it? I haven't. Okay, I don't think I'm sharing my audio, so um, let me do a new share here. So let me know if you can hear this. All a unique. I can hear it. Okay. Yeah, this was like really popular, and it still is. But like when it came out, people were obsessed with the song. It's it's by a, a group called Character Benito. They're really great. You know what? I play this, and I don't even know why. Like, I don't even have any even answers to why I would. It's just so <laughs> yeah. This it just looks like it's gonna be just like a really. I my hope is there's gonna be some some multiplayer for it, because um, I think this would be a great game to to play with friends. Um, but it, it's gonna be coming out on uh, Xbox, um, PS4, and PS5. So we will definitely be able to play together. Um, yeah, that's just a it's just a weird one that I thought was was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, it's one of those ones that like you are not necessarily like you play it because you just need you need a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like I've had a rough week. I need to go eat this little strawberry that walks around. <laughs> I just I need it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that'll be a fun game. Um, so this next one they announced, very weird. I, I'm not sure what to expect of it. It's called uh, Goodbye Volcano High. A lot of people have been comparing it to like um, the s- strain. Oh my gosh, what's it called? The uh, 
crap what's that like teen teen romance like your decisions it's by don't nod oh um, is that a not faded away darn it yeah i've i'm trying to blank I'm, I'm looking it up but it's 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 it feels very similar it's it life is strange is what i meant to say Got so I, I think people are the game looks very like it's like angsty teenager dinosaurs and feels like it's probably like a decision based game and there's probably not much as far as actual gameplay goes so i think a lot of people are making assumptions that that it's going to be kind of like that and you know obviously the game is going to end with the asteroid coming down and and killing all these teenage dinosaurs um Oh, that makes sense now to the name. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a super depressing game, probably. Um, but that one's coming out um, to uh, Windows and, and the PS5 and PS4. Um, it's supposed to be 2021. Um, so I don't know. Like, do you have you had? I mean, we've talked about like the Telltale series, but have you had any other experience with like these kind of like story based? story-driven games where it's more like decisions and stuff less about the gameplay um unless it has a really good story i really don't get too far into that okay yeah so that's probably not a system seller for you no not at all um (laughs) and i would say that i don't know it's it's that one wouldn't grab me as much plus like you give me angsty teen anything, I'm gonna just tell you no. Like I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm not gonna. I don't care. I don't care what anybody's doing. I don't care who you are. Like, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not down. Yeah. So um, this is probably my uh, my other most anticipated game of the year, um, and this is coming from Arcane Studios. Um, and they announced it at the uh, the PlayStation event. Um, it is called Deathloop. Um, have you heard anything about this? No, this looks entirely new, actually. Okay, so yeah, this is going to be a first-person shooter, um, and it's made by the team that made the new Wolfenstein games, um, the Dishonored series, and the Prey uh, series. Um, so the, the basic concept of the game is um, you play as Colt, you're an assassin, um, and you are stuck um, on this island called Black Reef. And okay. you're, you're tasked with assassinating these, these eight targets. Um, and if you die, um, you get caught in this death loop. And so you kind of start back over from the beginning. So it's, it's kind of got a... Um, the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask kind of thing, like time is ending um, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's death instead of time. So um, Arcane has a has a great track record. Um, and it looks like a super solid shooter. Um, have you played the Dishonored series? I actually have not. And I only for the small reason we talked about before is that any game that's going to incorporate zombies I'm not down with. Uh, to my knowledge, there isn't zombies in Dishonored. I was thinking, am I thinking about Dishonored or Thief? Uh, might be Thief. Yeah, it might be Thief. So I haven't played the Dishonored series then. I'll double check. Um, but 
It's yeah, it's it's one of those they they handle stealth really well and they they usually include these like these gimmicks into their their games like Prey did a really good job of that and and this it looks like you have some like telekinesis abilities um and just stylistically it looks it looks super cool. Um so this is one I'm I'm super excited for and I think it'll be I think it'll be a really good one. Um this looks crazy. This reminds me a lot of um Oh darn! What was that game? Uh, it was an indie game that came out. We Happy Few is what it exactly. looks like. Oh, totally! I was going to mention that. Like the art style and the way the characters move feel very We Happy Few like. Yeah. Um, and that was one. You know, I I was super hot on that for a while, and then I just kind of. I think I think it suffered. I think We Happy Few suffered from like announcing a game way too early. Mm-hmm. Because it sat in beta for so long that I didn't really know like what's the final game gonna look like, and like, so I, that's that was kind of my issue with that game. Did you play? Did you like play and beat We Happy Few? No, I watched the playthrough on it. Um, I really liked the. I, I mean, the gameplay wasn't really my style of gameplay, but I thought it was cool because it reminded me a lot of Bioshock and um, uh not. But it's like a Fallout, what it reminded me of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had the Bioshock, like, um, I guess, like, not not necessarily the combat, but... More the, the, more the drug system. Like, you had what you... Yeah. How do you had to manage your meds really was a big, like, was a huge factor in being able to know really what you were doing, you know? Yeah, totally. Um... So yeah, well, you wanted to get into controllers, right? So let's let's do that. Let me, yes. Um, let me pull up the the announced PS5 controller. Um, is that showing for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is the the new PS5 controller. Um, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> uh, it's a really nice interpretation of a nice box controller. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got more of a it's a wider, like squared off. I mean, the the PlayStation controllers have always been kind of square, um, but this is like this is thicker than usual. I feel like the the face of it is usually pretty thin. This definitely looks like the layout, I, and I feel like all controllers are doing this. Like the the we've talked about it before. Like the Switch Pro controller looks like this. The Xbox One and the Xbox Pro controller looks like this, so definitely feels reminiscent, um, but very, very different for PlayStation, I think. Um, the the bumpers look way more pronounced than they normally are. Um, I mean, that also, I guess, could be the angle that we're looking at it from, but it they seem like they're more protruded um, than normal. Um, it looks like they've decided to keep the the touchpad, which is kind of interesting to me. Like, it's kind of gimmicky. Like, yeah, how did you feel about that? How much did the touchpad really come into play for um, like, gameplay when you had it? Like, it didn't at all. I mean, so with like The Last of Us Part Two, there's like a mechanic where you play guitar and you swipe the touchpad to strum. Um, it's kind of cool, but like not. It's not like revolutionary. I just like 
it feels like the 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 mac pro or the mac the macbook with the touch bar mm-hmm. like who's who's really using that and like how often i just don't like i can't imagine implementing that one into your games is super easy and two producing for your controllers is worth it financially um because i just don't see it used that often now the thing i do like on these controllers is the speaker so like um i know when i was playing the last of us remaster there's some collectibles and there's like little audio diaries like you get in the bioshock games and those play out of the controller instead of out of the tv mm-hmm. it feels a little more immersive um so i think to me it makes more sense to keep the speaker than the actual touchpad i don't know what, what are your what are your thoughts <laughs> You know, from what I've seen people, it reminded me a lot of, when I first came back, it reminded me of the um, Sega Dreamcast, but I also didn't see, it seemed like it was kind of clunky to me. Like, I've only played it really with, like, a game that I was testing out um, at the store, but it seemed clunky to have to, like, <laughs> this is probably just complaining more than I should, but even with the, having bigger hands, it seemed clunky to really have to reach over away from the directional paths to do a movement to do something quickly. I didn't really see how that added any real benefit than just using the control pads. And I think yeah. just from the concept of you know wanting to differentiate from Xbox, I get it. And no, like it's a, it's a very sleek looking controller. Um, but looking at the Xbox and the PS5 right next to each other, it's just one's missing a gamepad and maybe the dual bumpers. Like the the directional pads are just in different places. Yeah, so I I guess I hadn't really made the connection, but yeah, they, they have this they have this different rule set as far as where they place their their sticks. Um I guess I don't notice it that much when I'm playing ps ps4 games like where the location of the stick is but i think switching between these consoles i think it's a little more noticeable um but again it's like i hardly ever use the d-pad anyways right um so i don't mind it kind of being out of the way i will say when you play borderlands the one the major improvement between two and three um is that the d-pad is only now used to change your weapon firing style or rather uh the weapons now come with two different types of firing so you can choose between the two and you just have to click down to switch it out which is awesome yeah very cool um so yeah i think now's a good time to kind of transition to some some xbox stuff um this is a game I'm very much looking forward to that's going to be coming out to the Xbox. I've talked I about it a million times. hope this is... Oh, this looks great. This is, this is just taking me back. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like... I, I'm cautiously optimistic. About this <laughs> there game. you go. That's what you need to see. The unrealistic jumps. <laughs> yeah, like... I, the, the way they land doesn't feel like the oh, same. Like the, back. They, yeah, oh yeah, they've got all the original skaters, and they've even brought in some some new ones from this generation. There's there's you know there's some great people that they've got. I mean, obviously Riley Hawk's going to be in it. Um, he's actually doing a lot of great things in skateboarding, so that's cool. Um, and you know they're keeping the soundtrack for the most part. Um, I think <laughs> they're only missing like five songs, which is great. Um, and I'm glad that they're bringing the revert and the freestyle tricks 
um, because I think those are like the important um, parts of the newer games that could be brought in and be kind of seamless um, with this remaster. Oh, so, yeah. there he is, the Campbell. Yeah, Campbell, my boy. <laughs> the guy's so good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it turns out. Hopefully, it's not a Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five or Tony Hawk HD debacle again. Because um, if it is, I, I doubt. Tony's gonna try and keep this series, uh, keep this series going. But I would love to see a reboot. And and they they did just announce Skate Four. I don't know if we've talked about that. We did not. Uh, no, we hadn't talked about it actually. So along with with all the other virtual conferences that are happening, EA did their own, and they did announce that they're currently in the process of developing a. Uh, Escape Four, um, but I'm oh, my guess that is that is, awesome. is several years away. So it is pretty awesome. Actually, it's quite exciting to know about. Um, you pull up something on the screen. That I actually am excited about, but probably not to play. Okay, yeah. So so I just why. pulled up the the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So go ahead. Um, I probably only started playing Assassin's Creed black flag very briefly um and really got more excited about the story than the gameplay and ended up like watching the storyline from the very beginning because it ties through history and just like different events in history and with the uh templars and the assassins and all the other stuff um and it's really more of a great story for me than it is like a great game to play and i will say it is a great game but i am really more interested in the story honestly yeah, I I think it was a really good idea for them to take a year off, kind of figure out what it is that they want this series to be. Um, I think recently they've they've kind of brought back, they've gone back to their original form. Um, I kind of got burnt out on the series. You know, being an annual release was a little much, um, and I think they ran into some some growing pains. Um, but doing doing something entirely different, um, covering Vikings, I think will be very interesting. Um, the combat feels very similar, or looks very similar. I haven't actually played it, obviously. Um, it feels very similar to the more recent games, um, so we probably won't see huge changes there. But yeah, I'm I'm certainly more interested in the story. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this because. I know there's there's a big aspect of this of like there's the factions like we've we talked about it earlier um you know kind of going undercover um because you gotta kind of sneak your way into this settlement um so i think that'll be kind of interesting no definitely um and you know This is just going to be a wild ride. I didn't think that they were going to do another Assassin's game, or rather, I wasn't sure where they were going to go with it. Because when they did, I think it was a year or two ago, Assassin's Creed Origins, that was incredible. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't care for the Roman one as much. Um, apparently, that was being developed at the same time as Origins. I just wasn't as interested in the story, I guess. Um so, I mean, it, it played together, but, you know, I think, like, seeing the Egyptian aspect was way cooler than the the Roman aspect. I just kind of 
I think that's more personally on me because I do. A, I used to like love Roman history and get into it way too much. <laughs> so that's probably like I was just personally bored. Um, but I, the only real bad Assassin's Creed thing I can say of the last ten years was the movie. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've, I've heard bad things. I've not actually watched it, so I can't say much. But it, it's you know, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but. It's just one of those things when you take a game or an anime, you make it a live action movie. You're not really like you want to recoup profits. You're not really focused on the, you know, the um, source material as much. I mean, who's going to check you on it? Yeah, I, I guess the. I mean, I, it should be their their target audience should be checking them on that. Get, but you know, um, I think there's just too much money involved. Podcast two and three, I believe, we talked about how the audience has the power to change certain things. Oh, yeah. Um, this did not happen with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I think everyone just decided this movie sucked, and we're just... Uh, I think people knew. I mean, we've been burnt so many times by, by video game movies, so... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely one I'm excited for, and, you know, this is always one of those that you can play it on any platform, so... It's it's usually when it's a AAA game and I can get it on anything. I'm probably going to get it on PC. Um, but I, you know, I, they're they're so long. Um, I, I'm at this point where I, I need shorter games. I'll I'll definitely pick this up, but I don't know if it's going to be one that I actually finish. Depends how compelling the story is, I guess. Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. Needing shorter games, or at least a game you can play in shorter spurts. That's yeah. why I didn't get back into um, Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, because you can't just pick it up and play a mission quick and hop off for a few hours. Like it's that game just loops you in, and uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> negative. Um, yeah, so we're uh, we're getting to that point. Um, Xbox is going to be doing their their uh, their conference here in a couple weeks. So I thought before we wrap things up, let's kind of go over what they need to announce. Um, what's gonna what's what are the important announcements that's gonna you know hopefully push Xbox um, into the lead for this next generation? And I think the first one we have to talk about. I think it is probably i've I've heard it discussed um that this is like the most important series to the xbox um and that would be halo infinite um <laughs> so this comes out this comes out this year um and in the you know the the great thing for me in my opinion about the xbox is it's very clear so like ps5 is a clear line I think like PlayStation is making it very clear. These are going to be like, there's going to be, these are going to be separate generations. And I feel like Xbox has kind of taken the stance that we want to make these games available to as many people as possible. If you can't afford the series X, you're still going to be able to play these AAA games on our previous console. So it kind of like blurs that line between generations with the Xbox, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And I think Xbox has, done that well throughout its history um not excluding its fan base and because i feel like they're they're where they make a great product but they're also where that not everyone can afford it especially during the whole COVID situation where people were like not really taking to throw a couple hundred bucks down on a new device yeah i think you kind of coined it best when you said ps the playstation network not playstation network but playstation is really geared more towards 
single player, single person um, interactions, whereas Xbox is more community based. And I'm not saying anything against the PlayStation Network because I know that's really changed in the last few years, but Xbox has always been like community first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you know, with with Game Pass being as popular as it is, and the fact that we're going to be able to get this this kind of like it's it's almost like a reboot i guess of the series um it's it's nice that people that have game pass are going to be able to play this day one um they're gonna you know there's no i I just think game pass is such a, a high value um and i hope it's something that xbox continues to invest in because feels very pro consumer and i hope PlayStation steps up their PlayStation Now service and that Nintendo introduces something similar because I I really can't imagine a better value. I mean, having played video games for 20 plus years, I I haven't seen anything this good. Um, Oh, sorry. Master Chief is floating in space. Yeah. Um, I got very distracted by that. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen this trailer? I haven't actually. Okay. So this was the announcement. Um, So this was last year at E3. They were announcing this, this game. And um, so, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. Um, It's the sixth entry. um, Sierra the main series. And honestly, I, the storyline for this has really kicked up and caught my attention to keep it going as well. Like it's, you know, Cortana's fucking crazy and we need to figure out what's going on with this. Yeah. And, you know, I think three, four, three ran into a lot of trouble with halo five. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought the online was great. Um, but I think people love this series because it's master chief and halo five. He was a much smaller role. Um, you hardly play as him really in the game. Um, and it sounds like this game, he is much more integral to the story. Um, I mean, you played with him a lot less, but it also, I think was, it was kind of important. And I know to keep things fresh, everyone's going to complain. Like everyone complained about Raiden in Metal Gear 2 when he, you ended up playing as him instead of Snake, which to be fair, if you weren't aware that was going to happen, you'd be a little pissed too. Yeah. Right. But, you know, like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you will survive. Yeah. And you know, I think I think the biggest thing with that is that, you know, if for those of you who haven't played Halo five, then skip this next part because I'm gonna spoil something for you. Um you have four seconds to skip. Three, <laughs> two, one. You know, the fight between Locke and Master Chief was very underwhelming. And you knew Master Chief was going to kick his ass. I mean, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> that's not... Of course he's going to beat the shit out of him. It's Master Chief. It's Sierra 1-1. One, one, it's John. You're not going to... John, you can't beat... No. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, man. it was, it was okay. tough. Yeah, I need to see what happens with Cortana, like, losing her shit, honestly. like. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping this kind of just ignores the events of five and kind of continues where four left off um we'll see Um, honestly i think it can't i don't think five can be ignored only because of like the biggest part of that was her rebellion yeah i think this is like i think this is basically if i remember correctly 
Master Chief tries to stop her, and he's like, "Hey, you know, oh yeah, we can talk about that later." Yeah. This I did. This I didn't know they were creating a second one for, and I, I, that team did such an amazing job on the first one. Holy crap! <laughs> I I agree. I have not actually finished the game, so um, just to wrap up on Halo, um, I think it's probably the most important thing Xbox is going to put out. Um, in the next couple of years. So I think the three, yeah, sorry, has a Destiny, lot of- sorry, Destiny dorks is not happening. <laughs> well, I should say the most important exclusive um, game that gets released on Xbox. I think three, four, three has a lot of pressure. Um, I think it's going to really set game pass apart. Um, and, and I think we're at this point now, you know, the past couple of years, Microsoft kept announcing, kept announcing that they were buying up all these studios and one included that we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, so we're going to start seeing those games that they've been developing and hopefully there's a greater focus on the single player story and their inclusion in game pass. Like I think that's, it's going to be super important. Um, so yeah, the next one we're going to talk about before we wrap things up here. And I know there's one more we got to talk about that is not Xbox exclusive, but this one is um, Ninja Theory. So they're doing a sequel to the Hellblade series. Um, And this one is supposed to be coming out, I believe, this year. Um, so this this might be a launch a launch title with with the uh, Xbox Series X. So this is kind of your game, Zach. You were the one that told me about it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on on this second one. Um, I was actually very surprised when it was announced. I didn't know there was going to be a second one. I feel like the first one wrapped up beautifully, and I feel like I'm intrigued to see where they go from here. Um. When I saw the trailer, I honestly just kind of like fell silent and got back into the whole like swing of things again. Um, there's definitely more actual characters to encounter as opposed to just the few you saw in the first story. And definitely a lot of just crazy ass visuals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a stunning game. It's it's. I remember when you told me about it and you showed me the trailer, I'm like, there's no way this is real. Like or I should say there's no way that this is like a video game and not just them filming this girl. Like there's just no way. I'm pretty sure it's all uh, motion capture. Yeah. It's just so shocking to me that this could be, you know, this was digitally done and not like just filmed live action. It's just so realistic looking. Yeah. So I'm actually very curious to see what they do with the story. And especially because of how the story ended, and how this scene is going right now too um yeah because the first one was sending was sacrifice this one's her saga so i don't know what this is supposed to be to be honest with you yeah i, I don't either we don't we don't know a ton um but that that is supposed to be a an exclusive oh that was not um <laughs> yeah so that was it was um I think that's another important one. I mean, this there that's like one of the first announcements from one of the studios they bought. There's there's rumors that they might be buying WB Interactive. Um, so that might be announced in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, maybe we get an announcement of a, an exclusive Arkham Arkham game, which I think Ooh. would be super cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on the on the Senua? I'm just excited to see what it's going to be, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. I, I hope they keep some of the, you know, the the death mechanics and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't imagine they would change too much. I'm sure they would just add on to what, what that game has to offer. Um, so the last thing we'll talk about is uh, the Watch Dogs series. They just mm-hmm. announced um, Legion, which is going to be coming out here shortly. They've, they've allowed some people to play play the game it's it's a work in progress obviously right now but i think this is a a 2020 release um on all major consoles so um have you have you played this this series at all zach um i played um the second watchdogs okay the first one oh absolutely uh yes and also no (laughs) So I enjoyed the I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed playing it. I'm not super big on the whole. Uh, I don't know how to really put it, like poetic hipster vibe. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know. Like it's a great game. I just feel like a lot of it was. I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it. It's just not my particular. St- style of characters that I would really connect with, I guess. Yeah. And this one is seems like a lot more fun. First of all, you have so many characters to choose from this one. This one looks nuts in the way they're planning on doing it. Um, and I believe permadeath is active as well. Um, and there's wow, certain characters. Yeah, there's certain characters you can get, but if they die, they are gone. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see how this plays out and what the main story is. Um, if there's going to be any Easter eggs from the previous games, because we did have an Easter egg from Watch Dogs 1, where the original guy showed up in like a DLC or something like that. Oh, okay. um, it was just for a moment, and you saw him and you rescued him from somebody, and then he like took off. But hmm. yeah, I think 2 was a huge improvement on 1, and I think this one will be a huge improvement on 2. So I'm excited for this. Um, just through this that game, this gameplay that I saw earlier, um, definitely I love these kind of games because they give you the openness to decide how you're going to proceed. Um, I believe the Hitman series got really good with this also because they started off being super strict about stealth, which I don't care for. If I want to be stealthy, I will. But if I get caught, don't fail me for the whole damn level. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not fun. Yeah, you need a level of punishment, but you don't want to make it feel like that your only option is stealth. Yeah. And the voice acting in this from what I've seen so far is great. It seems like it's a super fun game and I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be. So I, I played the first one um, because there was so much buzz around the first. Yeah. One. I, I remember the, the E3 trailer they were talking about. You can hack anything and like there's such a, a rich world here. And then I remember playing it and feeling <laughs> Uh, not necessarily little, little, little no, little no man's sky. He kind of, yeah. Like it just wasn't all there. And like the main character is such a potato. He's so like, he's so boring, like does not have any layers to him. Um, the villain was just a whiny little bitch. Yeah. See, I didn't even get that far. I think I played it for like maybe two hours and I, I kind of had my fill. So that kind of turned me off when two came out. It looked much better but i was just like yeah ubisoft you've you've fooled me once i'm not gonna let it happen again so <laughs> raymond kenny was the best thing in both series who was that 
Raymond Kenny was the best thing, best part of both series. Is that the bad guy? Or no, you said the bad guy sucked. Um, no, was he, he was like the renegade hacker who like he started off, he basically helped build CTOS. Oh, okay. And then like figured out what they were really up to, wasn't they down with it, and became like a nomad angry uncle type. <laughs> <laughs> Had long dreads and, you know, just a very rough attitude, drinks a lot. But, you know, down for his shit if he if you know he's decided you're worth it he's gonna fight with you if not well he has a bunch of mechanized things he can hack to keep public <laughs> property so cool yeah I, this this series this one looks more fun i'm not sure about the gunplay um i've become much more of a stickler about about how the the shooting feels um but, you know, I'm, I'm spoiled with, you know, Halo. I mean, probably has <laughs> some of the best gunplay. Um, That's why people hate whenever I play Fortnite, whenever they invite me to play Fortnite. Because I don't build. I just play it like it's Halo. Oh, man. Yeah. Bumper, jump, I'm, bumper I'm, jumper all day. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were a bumper jumper. Okay. Yes, I, did that for, I did that for a while. Bumper um, jumper and double grenade taps. Oh, snap. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all we got this week. Um, so, thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure... You let us know what games we didn't talk about that we need to talk about because there are plenty. Um, and then make sure you join us next week. Um, that will be July 23rd. We're going to talk about the film The Lobster. Um, so, oh, rock a lobster. Any closing thoughts, Zach? Closing thoughts. You know, I'm almost afraid to do the outro because I'm pretty sure that damn thing's gonna go off again and piss yeah, me off. Oh yeah, we can we can just do a okay. Here we go. Uh, which which <laughs> console is gonna win this generation? Oh, uh, ooh, you know what? <laughs> it comes down to price. Yeah, just like, just like last time. Yeah, I think the I think that's what's gonna come down to. It's gonna come down to price and what are people willing to pay. But like you said, the option to not have the disc drive is gonna be the real kicker. Like. The people who opt in who, like you, would want to use it for, like, Blu-ray discs and stuff like that or, like, music or some crap, I don't know. Yeah. That depends. Like, how much more can you do with this, basically, CPU than you would without it, you know? Yeah, I I can't imagine they're going to do... Like, other than hard drive space, I don't see this discless console having much more else like i don't i don't see the discless one having a better cpu on it or or a better fan um because i think unless you have a separate SKU for it um i think that'll alienate a large part of the audience so do you have i don't even have a disc in my house do you have any discs anywhere yeah i we collect um, for like shows that we like. We get like the box sets. Like I've got the box set for Breaking Bad, um, and I'll, I'll pull them out occasionally. But like, um, and I've got like the extended edition Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray, and and we watch those annually. Um, How many box sets do you have? Um, three, three or four, probably. And and like, how many months do you go into rotation for that? Oh, it's like just so- kidding. You'll find out next time on this podcast is for nerds. I had to bait Calvin into many conversations about discs. Do you know what those are? You probably don't because you're born past 2008.